Payroll. It's a simple word. It's a word that usually makes employees happy, but it can strike fear into the hearts of payroll professionals. That's because these professionals continue to face changing regulations, higher expectations, and shifting workforce dynamics. That's why on today's episode of the Workday Podcast, I'm excited to have Stacy Harris. She's the VP Research and Analytics at Sierra Cedar. Also with me is Workday's Mariana Santiago, Vice President, Payroll Product Management. I'm Josh Christ. Thank you both for joining me today. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Stacy, we were very excited to see the expansion of payroll data included in this year's, the 21st annual HR system survey. Do you want to talk about why and how that was included this year? Yeah, so, so payroll is one of those topics I think that sometimes gets taken for granted in the HR technology space. It's been there forever. It's one of the first applications organizations adopt. So it's like 98% adopted. The 2% who don't have it adopted at this point are working with other you know, sort of outsourced models, right? Mm-hmm. So it's something that everybody has within their organization and so they don't think about it. It's it's sort of like, you know, having, you know, the furniture in a in the living room. It's you know, it's there, but I and I haven't really put a lot of effort into thinking about how it should be placed or what it should be doing for me. But what we're finding in our research is that organizations um, as they begin to think about the expanded view of self-service and the expanded role of HR technology as a value provider in the organization, payroll has some real opportunity to make a difference and organizations who understand that are taking advantage of the wealth of data and the ability to really leverage the payroll sort of um, connection to employees uh, to create better engagement, to create more opportunities for um, data analysis to create a better view of their global business models. So there's a lot of ways that, that payroll can help nowadays. And then from a payroll talent trends perspective, were there any surprises that you saw in this year's data? Yeah, so so payroll this year, you know, a couple of things we, we saw that I think were interesting. Um, one is that as organizations are thinking about expanding the use of payroll, mm-hmm. um, we're seeing more organizations invest in sort of buying other services with their payroll. So they're, they're adding sort of different types of benefits or they're thinking about that sort of pay-on-demand model or they're trying to do more pay cards. So it's, it's sort of a mixture of different type of sort of additional services along with the payroll tool. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we're seeing in our data this year is that organizations are looking for more dashboards and analytics and tools around their payroll solutions, which previously they didn't. And I think so those are two, two big trends we've seen. Okay. How about you, Mariana? What, was there anything that you saw that piqued your interest or made you think, wow, this is great, or, oh gosh, well, yeah, i got to no, do something f- about this? Of, first of all, I have to say that I always love reading the research Sierra Cedar publishes because it's a wealth of information. What I am seeing more and more in payroll is that companies realized that if you analyze payroll data, the payroll department can play a different role in the company. We are seeing more and more payroll departments really, really having a seat at the table, working with the compensation department, participating in planning meetings. In some cases, a company is gonna merge or acquire another company. In the past, payroll was not part of the conversation. Now it is part of the conversation. So I think that the role has changed and is changing more and more. For sure, there are things in payroll that by definition are table stakes Mm -hmm. with regards to payroll processing and compliance, that table stakes. 
but with regards to what payroll can do for the business and how can also be a, a partner doing strategic planning activities, that, that's the part that is, has gotten a lot more interesting. And how did payroll earn their place at the table or how did payroll earn their place as a strategic partner? Well, and I think it's, it's exactly what, what Stacy was mentioning, is by having insights, by having information, by being able to show trends and look at history, and being able to also anticipate, in many cases, potential problems that if you don't think about, they become bigger problems for the company. Mm -hmm. If you think about a company operating in US, depending on the number of states or where they have local presence, is you need to plan in advance what are the regulations that are, are applying, what are, what are we gonna do in, in that location if we were to open a new office, what is uh, the pool of employees. That, so there are tons of things that when payroll is at the table can be discussed proactively mm -hmm. that I think companies have realized that they add a different type of value. Great. And then Stacy, this was interesting from the report. In aggregate, 28% of organizations are either evaluating their options or planning to replace their current payroll system. But if I remember right, 96% of organizations say their payroll solutions meet their business needs. So why look for something new if what you have is working? Yeah, this is this is one of those sort of um, paradoxes in the HR technology space. People love their HR technology and sometimes they're not so happy with it, right? So it's one of the things we're finding that most of the HR technology really does meet the business need, the table stakes that Mariana was talking about. It sort of gets the, the work done, it's a great sort of workhorse, it does the job it needs to do, but it doesn't add the level of value that organizations are looking for and it's that value add that we're starting to see. Uh, and we're talking about value, we're talking about um, the ability to do more enterprise-wide self-service, okay. um, leveraging paycheck environments so that the employee can think about that as a communication tool, not just as um, a, a, a paycheck stub that I give every week, right? Um, thinking about the, the paycheck data and the pay data as a, a great way of being able to see where you might have problem areas within your organization, or you might have global issues with data connectivities or global issues with management who mm -hmm. aren't maybe getting their own data in on time. Those are things that only the payroll organization really has total view of. Um, and only the payroll piece, which is that direct connection to the employee, has access to the employee. And so I think that's what organizations are looking for. They're looking for something that goes beyond just doing the job. They're looking for something that adds value. Okay. And then we're recording this from the floor of Workday Rising, and I'm curious to, to know from both of you what you're seeing or hearing here that catches your attention as far as payroll. You know, I, I think the thing for me with what I've seen both here at the event and in talking to many of the um, clients and customers who are in the Workday environment is that uh, Workday early on saw that payroll was a critical component of the HR technology environment. It wasn't something where I'll outsource it or I'll think about it later. It was a central component. And because of that, it really has connections to all the other HR technology areas mm -hmm. um, automatically built into it. So that I think is always fabulous when I see that. The other thing that I think is this new worksheets capability, mm -hmm. which is, I know you guys are making available, and I, I think that it was saying that it was the next release, it's going to be yeah, available to right. everybody, right? That's right. Um, I'm a big proponent. You know, I've, I've seen the worksheets tool demoed a couple times. We saw it in the business planning capability areas, and I think in the finance area it came out first. Um, having it in payroll I think will make a huge difference. Payroll 
our organizations spend an inordinate amount of time in Excel or Google Docs, depending on which Google spreadsheets, mm -hmm. depending on which one they're using. They spend so much time downloading, trying to figure out where the problem children are, um, and being able to do that in an environment that has security built into it, that has the ability to have social tied into it, that has the ability to do line item sort of editing and cleaning will be really, really valuable. And to have it updated in real time and still treat it like a spreadsheet, to me that's probably one of the biggest things I saw today. The other thing was the retroactive reporting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the great thing about Workday is that it's live, immediate, always available in real time, but it also means that the retroactive work is a little bit harder in those environments and having that sort of pre-built, pre-done for people really makes a difference. So those are the things I saw that I thought was exciting. So how about, Marianne, I know you just did the presentation. Well, I, I think that the tools that payroll departments can use now are way different to what they used in the past. And as Stacy is saying, kind of the Excel look and feel, one of the things I was talking about during the session is how we focus on making our applications simple for all users. And in that simplicity, really we include working with tools that are familiar to you. Mm -hmm. Because when you work with tools that are familiar, the simplicity comes automatically. So, and we were talking about worksheets, and, and I see the excitement from customers. I see how they immediately start thinking about how they will use it. And in the case of worksheets in particular, I completely agree, payroll professionals use Excel. But the part that becomes really unique, I think, is the collaboration piece that comes with, with Worksheet. And, and then in, in the area of employees in particular, there has been what they sweet spot from, from the beginning with regards to our approach on engaging employees and making things mobile. We keep working on that. We, we were demoing conversational UI in the context of the employee experience and how employees can interact with Workday for payroll or time, time and absence information, workforce, workforce management related use cases in a different way now. Right. So conversational UI gives that alternative way of interacting with the system, and you can see people kind of thinking about how they want to use it. I got a payroll administrator telling me today that she, she's already thinking about how some of the frequently asked questions they have, how that could be put in Workday Assistant, so employees could interact with Workday Assistant and get those answers directly in Workday instead of going to a separate document that sometimes they don't find. Right. So that, I, I see excitement. Right, um, and what might listeners not be thinking of when it comes to payroll that they should be, especially when you talk about this more strategic role? I would imagine there's some talent and staffing needs there too that yeah, aren't was, being addressed or that will very soon come into contrast that, oh my gosh, we don't have these people you who know, can be strategic advisors. Yeah, our customers have telling us that even now the hiring practices for payroll professionals and the kind of skills mm -hmm. that they look for are different to what they were in the past. That they look for analysts, that they, they look for people who can really focus on analytics. And, and it's not about, so in the past, they were really more focusing on people who can do the transactions and do the audits and, and kind of have that attention to detail, what, what is important in payroll. But, but now they are looking for the person who can really analyze data, who can focus on the exceptions, who can really troubleshoot if there are issues that could be coming from benefits because that's the nature of payroll. The, when you're troubleshooting something in payroll, 
probably the, the problem is not in payroll per se, is you have to track it, right? It was that in change in compensation, in benefits, what is it? Right. Is that time data. So they really look more for analytical skills, and I am really interested in seeing in, yeah. in, in hearing what Stacy thinks. Yeah, no, this is, I, th I think you're right on on target. One, one of the challenges that we find in our data set is that um, organizations are struggling to to have the capabilities across the board in all their HR environments um, to get the skill sets to do the job. About 20% of organizations, 20 to 25% of organizations who, when we ask organizations how how um, well, does the system meet your business needs? One of the questions, you know, always, sometimes, anybody who doesn't answer always gets the question then, why doesn't it meet your business needs? And one of the options is, I don't have internal skill sets to use the technology well enough, right? And 25% of the organizations who say it doesn't meet my business is because they don't have internal skill sets to do it. Um, and payroll is right up there with that issue, especially when they move to cloud. Um, one of the things I think that, that we're finding is that the, the current payroll administrator or payroll department, shared services department, is often one of the um, organizations that are very hesitant about making big HR transformation moves, right? And part of that is because they are very worried about the fact that I'll need to change my skill sets, I'll need to rethink the department. And what we're finding in our data is that organizations who really think about this and think about change management through their process from an opportunity can take a lot of what uh, the organization oftentimes sees as administrative skill sets and transfer that with a little bit of skill development into what you were talking about, which is the ability to really think analytically about what's happening in the organization. All you really have to do is sort of point out uh, how employees oftentimes did things manually to do the research, mm -hmm. how they can use the tools now to do that research. And so it's going to require some skill development, it's going to require internal conversations about what people want to do in their careers, and it's going to require making people feel comfortable that there will be a place for them when you do the transformation. Um, so I think that's a, that's a big issue right now. So. Yeah, it's interesting because when you were talking, I, I happened to know a forensic uh, accountant. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of his issues are, you know, looking backwards in time yes. to see yeah. how did we get there. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. same thing. And payroll does that all the time. It's just oftentimes they have to go through papers or people yeah. in traditional systems. In the new systems, they have to know how to use the tools. And a lot of times we think it's because they don't want to. And most of the time it's because we haven't given them the opportunity to learn it. So, yeah. And sometimes by kind of learning to do it in a different way, right? Yeah, exactly. So people who have been doing the job for, for some time, they are now getting to know the new tools, mm -hmm. and and it's a process, it's a journey yeah. for them. It's not, it's not a switch. So, and then you get also the new professionals in payroll who come with also different expectations with regards to what they want to see in the systems that they use today. So it's, it's an interesting time. Yeah. So what does, and I know we've touched on it a bit, but what does the new world of payroll look like? And especially when you were talking about the conversational interfaces, I mean, how will these professionals interact with payroll systems? Yeah, I, I think that when I, I, I look at the new world in payroll, I would say first, I think that what is changing is that payroll is no longer the process that you're running at the end of the pay cycle. Um, and the crunch time that payroll departments had at the end of the pay cycle. Mm -hmm. So now payroll became more that kind of process that is always running behind the scenes, that is always kind of picking up um, the, the transactions that need to be processed. So is, is the process is spread out um, across the pay cycle mm -hmm. while analysis is being done, while Sometimes you, you, you have to tackle the unpredictable also with regards to changes in the ore. So 
it has changed from, I think, beginning to end with regards to how, how things are done in the payroll department. And what I am seeing more and more, and there is a lot of buzz in the market with regards to the concept of moving to the instant pay approach. And as, as the workforce is changing, as, as we have seen, it's not just about salaried employees and, and hourly employees, is now about also kind of the contingent workforce and freelancers, so there is a completely different landscape. Now we are hearing from companies saying some of our employees want to have the option to get the instant pay. That hmm. if they worked X hours this day, they want to get paid by the end of the day. What I personally call kind of the Uber model of right, pay, right? right? Um, and so is that intersection between what we are seeing kind of all the changes in, in the workforce plus technology plus business demands that are, are I, I personally think are changing completely the way payroll departments operate. Okay. Stacey, what's your perspective? Yeah, so I, I think you know everything you, you were talking about, Mariana, is is right on target. I mean, the the on-demand or instant pay is a big conversation. The the role of the um, you know administrator and the role of payroll in the organization, strategic, all of that, I think, is changing. The fact that it's continuous versus once a month, once a pay cycle. I, I think you know if you're going to wrap it into a big uh, picture, um, I would call it a consumerization of, of of the payroll environment. The interesting thing is that payroll is that sort of um, technology area that sits between HR and finance. And HR went through what we would consider a consumerization process mm -hmm. over the last five to 10 years, where they went from a back office system to a system that is really intended to be completely interactive and continuously gathering data and information from the employee and providing them with data and information in the management. And so that model of thinking about the technology as a tool to get your work done, not just as a database to hold data and pull data from, and as an interactive environment that's always sort of learning and feeding you new information, is now shifting into the payroll environment as well as into the finance department. And I think payroll is the front edge of what we're going to see happening in the finance space in this area. Mm -hmm. And they have the opportunity to teach the, right. the finance space how to go about doing consumerization. Um, and so I think this is, is a really great space to be in. If you take a look at what's happening in Amazon or Netflix or um, any of the, the big consumer tool environments, it's about how do I create an interactive environment where the engagement goes both ways, the information is going both ways, the activities are constant and continuous. That's the consumerization model. and. I think payroll's going through it. We're going to start to see it in the finance space. It's, it's going to change how we think about business. So if I am a current payroll professional or aspiring, I'm in college or whatever, what advice do you have for me to get ready for the future? Sign up for analyst classes or understand how data works. Understand data governance models and how, how data works inside of technology. One of the things we find a lot of organizations and employees are struggling with is they don't, they don't understand that data is sort of zeros and ones and that it, that it has a base of how it's being built and how it has to be trained over time, right? So to me, that, that's probably the biggest thing. The advice would be take analytics and uh, learn about it. Yeah, what I have observed is yeah. young professionals that they do internships mm -hmm. at Workday. Um, and I think that if a professional, kind of someone at college um, is interested in, in the payroll department, I would encourage them to do an internship in okay. a payroll department to get a look and feel of what the 
the department does and how they work because they come with a fresh perspective. And as, as I have many young professionals in the team, and I have to say they learn from the experienced professionals, but the experienced professionals learn from them too. So it's, it's bi-directional. I would say an internship could be a great thing to, to do to get a better feeling of everything that goes into payroll, including compliance, including taxation, including those complex pieces that are part of the job. Right, okay, great. Is there anything else I should have asked that I didn't yet? I think you've covered a lot of good ground. I mean, yeah, I it, so. the only thing I would say is that, you know, if, if organizations are trying to figure out where to start this process or the journey of thinking about their new approach to payroll is, is to really start thinking about how they're, they're managing data and how they're thinking about compliance in their organization and how those two things connect. Because I think oftentimes we think about compliance as something we have to do. If you connect it with what's happening with data in your organization, you might realize that it's giving you in some cases the ability to think more broadly and more strategically if you look at it that way. So that would be my thin two cents, yeah. Great. Well, thank you both so much for taking the time and sharing your really great insights on the payroll talent trends of the future. This is Josh Crisp, the Workday Podcast, signing off. <laughs>